Hello, everyone. This is Chaplain Bailey coming to you live from Seattle, Washington. Hey, it's a wonderful day today, and I want to take an opportunity to say hello to all of my veterans. Happy Veterans Day. Hopefully, you are doing well and that you are successful at what you are doing. Listen, I want to talk to you guys about a very important subject matter. But before I do, I want to say that the purpose of this chap's talk is that we want to bring revelation to your mind and to your spirit that will change your life. You have joined me because this is the right time for you to join. Thanks again for allowing me to come into your mind space and into your heart space. What do you want to talk about today, chaps? Here's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about how the gospel of Jesus Christ can save your life and well as well as your mind. Many people don't think about this that much, but it is an important thing. What do you mean? As I as we reflect on scripture, scripture has the ability to encourage you, but you have to read it in a new way. Scriptures can transform your life and it can transform your life in your world through your words. Christ came to change your subconscious mind. Does that scare you? It should. Because you can't fully understand the impact of that. So this podcast today has the potential to help you understand the magnitude of the power of Christ on your subconscious mind. And I believe that many people are struggling in their lives because they have failed to let the Bible speak to them from a very personal place. Instead of an ancient text that that you read, it's more powerful than that. Right. Um, And I think that one of the one of the challenges that we face in our world today particularly in the church, for those of you who are listening, who are religious people, is that what happens often is that we go to the scriptures and we read these stories as simple historical narratives without having any relevance to what we go through every single day. In other words, the word hasn't become flesh. It's just something that we read about in an ancient text instead of letting it really impact and influence our lives. And I think the collateral damage of that is that we we become disengaged. Like there's tell me why people is this is the reason why I think people are saying things like I'm religious, but I'm not spiritual. What does that mean? I think I think we're not listening to the depth of what they're saying. The depth of what people are saying when they say that is um, religion is not really cutting it for me. It's not really it's not really helping me. It has a limit on my life. It's interaction with what I go through every day. It has no effect on that. And I can tell you as a, as a person who has for those of you who don't know, I'm a chaplain in the military. I'm also a business owner with my wife and we were doing some wonderful things we've been married for over 20 years um uh, i spent a large part of my life learning how to read scripture in ancient languages i'm a i'm a practically professionally trained theologian but today i consider myself a, a, a speaker teacher preacher 
My job was to help and motivate people to change their world while changing their subconscious mind. And so what I think people are dealing with today, this is one of the reasons why churches are losing in attendance. They're losing in attendance is because the preacher is used often preaching sermons about questions people aren't asking. And what this episode today is built on is built around this whole concept that Christ came to not only save your soul, but save your subconscious mind. Now, here's the truth. y'all. The truth is your life can be transformed by the words that you speak. Your life can be transformed by the by the by the words that you speak. Um, Christ came to do those words. It can have a tremendous impact. The words that you speak, for instance, there's a scripture verse that says life and death is in the power of the tongue. You know what that means? That means that what's in you comes out of you. What's in your subconscious mind comes out of you. So my my pitch to you is that Christ came to save your your body, your life, but he also came to save your soul and that the soul that Christ came to save is your subconscious mind. And what must it be saved from? It must be saved from wrong thinking, wrong thinking. This is important as we celebrate Veterans Day because in the veterans community, suicide is a major issue. Suicide is an issue that is has always been problematic in the veteran community. So my goal in talking about this subject is that I think that having a a reading the scripture in a new way, in the way that I am suggesting to you, and I'll give you examples here in a minute, will have profound impact on the way people live their lives and how they're able to deal with traumatic experiences. So I believe that the soul is the subconscious mind and it must be saved from wrong thinking. And that uh, uh, there's a scripture verse in Psalms 23 that says, God restores my soul, the psalmist said, right? The mind, the subconscious mind must be restored to right ideas and right thinking. See, a lot of times what happens to us are the the uh, challenging life experiences that we encounter. And these challenging life experiences can do one or two things to us. It will either cause us to um, uh, bounce back from them. In other words, make us stronger or these life experiences can damage our soul so much that we can't uh, see a way through it. We can't see a way out. And from that, you develop a very, very uh, challenging viewpoint about life. Your outlook on life changes. Right. And that's what happened happens with people who. Maybe, you know, one of my jobs is I deal with people who've been in combat situations and they have what we call moral injury or, you know, you've heard of PTSD. That's something that you've heard as well. That's the result of circumstances that individuals have gone through 
that has damaged their mindset, core values. And when those core values and mindset are challenged in this way, it can damage the subconscious mind because the subconscious mind is that, you know, I like to call it, it's that little voice, that energy that you really, it's, it's the, the you beyond the flesh, it's the, the thoughts, the energy you bring into a room. You ever, you know, walk into a room with someone who ain't, they didn't say a word, but the energy they, they bring is just bad energy. Well, that's because of the subconscious mind. There's something happening in the spirit of that person that you can feel and sense. And what I'm suggesting to you is that we need to begin that that Christ, the scriptures, reading them in a new way, can change your subconscious mind. As the psalmist says that God can restore your soul. The restoration of the, the soul can be restored. If it's when it's married with, watch this, some people call it the sub, super subconscious mind, metaphysicians call it that. Those who are Christians perhaps will say uh, God, the spirit. Some people would say the architect of the universe. These are all basic uh, words or phrases or words that we throw around, but they all have the, the same concept, right? The same concept. That there is something working behind the scenes that's bigger, that's driving, that connects us together, that encourages and moves us toward the right thing. I call it God's spirit. Some people call it the infinite spirit. All of these things are synonymous phrases that we use to refer to that something working behind the scenes on our behalf. And what I'm saying is that the Christ person. The person of Christ and the, the, the consciousness of Christ was so powerful that it changes not only the, the physical body, the way you're out, your outlook on life, but it changes the way you think about yourself, the experiences you and I encounter. It changes all of that. Right. So I'll, I'll give you an example of how this works. And as you're listening to the words that I say, take notice of how your mind and how your body begins to change and how your um, how the effects of these words have on your life. John 16:33 says in the world, you will have tribulation, but be of good courage. I have overcome the world. Right. That means God, through Christ, has freed us from death and and negative self-conscious thoughts. Be renewed in your spirit of your mind, Ephesians 4, 23 says. Set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth, Colossians 3, 2 says. See, the cardinal mind is death, but the mind of spirit is life and peace, Romans 6, 8. Uh, sorry, Romans uh, 8 and 6, right? I can keep going to really pull out this point, right? Here's another one. Listen now, listen to these words and watch how as you filter these words through life experience, watch about, watch how it affects the way you see yourself. The Lord does not deliver by sword or spear 
For the battle is the Lord's, not yours. 1 Samuel 17, 46. For the battle is not yours, but the Lord's. Also, 2 Chronicles 20, 15. You hearing me? For this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Zechariah 4, 6 says, Do not be afraid. For your father has chosen gladly to give you the kingdom of God. Watch how this works. I'll help you again. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything pray with thanksgiving. See how that changes your mind? That's Philippians 4, 6. Uh, for nothing will be impossible for God. Luke 1, 37. Right? Here's another one. Nothing is too difficult for you. Jeremiah 32, 17. Is anything too difficult for God? Genesis 18, 14. But with God, all things are possible. Nin uh, Matthew 19, 26. What am I saying? Well, I'm saying this that is very, very important. That when Christ came to save you, that saving process was to save and restore your subconscious mind. The viewpoint you have about yourself the viewpoint you have about the experiences you've gone through and what you are telling yourself about the experiences you're going through. When the spirit of Christ and the word of Christ gets inside of you and begins to challenge the negativity that you are, have gone through and that you are, have experienced, are experiencing, this is how Christ begins to become part of your life. See, as I say that, watch this. The, this, the scripture then leaps off the pages and becomes very personal to you. How, how does that, what do you mean? That means, that what, how does this apply to a person that's dealing with depression? How does this apply to a person who's dealing with negative self-images? How does this apply to a person who's been divorced? How does this apply to a person who has a wayward child? How does this apply to a person who has financial difficulties? It says that nothing is impossible for God. Now, if you still believe that, that's the energy you will put off. But when you believe that nothing is impossible for God, when you believe that um, whatever you pray for, believe and it shall be given to you, that changes your outlook. And when that changes your outlook, it changes your behavior. It changes the way that you function and the way you live your life in the world. This is how you become one. So Jesus says, if my words, here's another example. If my word, my words, positive words, redemptive words, words that say to you that you can do anything through Christ. When that gets down into your spirit, you begin living your life this way. You begin believing these things and you begin to see the manifestation of the power of Christ in your life. And then watch this, you know, you become one with God. Oh, now you're really broken the mold. Not really. John 10 30, Jesus says, I and the father are one. John 15 says, if my words abide in you. And you abide in me. Whatever you ask, it shall be done. It didn't say some things you ask, it shall be done. It says whatever you ask for, it shall be done. 
This is where perfect ideas, perfect provision, perfect possibilities, nothing is impossible. When you live in that frame of mind, that is the energy you give off. And that's how people want to connect with you because of the positive energy. Listen, this will change your life. It could change your relationships. It can change so many things in your life to the to the place where you begin to live not from a place of weakness, but from a place of power, not because you are great, because God is great. And I believe that this can have a profound impact on your spirituality, a profound impact. It's one thing to read about how God delivered the children of Israel in Egypt. It's a whole nother story when you have seen and witnessed God deliver you that changes your mindset. So what am I saying? I'm saying that this is the way that we need to read scripture, that it's okay to go to church. You should be a part of a religious community that is awesome. It is profound. But beyond that, you need to let the word of God become flesh in your life. You need to let the word of God become something uh, great for you, that it changes you in such a profound way that it's, you don't you don't need to go to church. You go to church to be a part of the community, and that's important. But Christ is in you, and that will change the way you live your life. It'll change your world. So thank you so much for listening to me today. I pray that you will go forth in power and peace. My prayer of blessing over you is may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May God cause his face to shine upon you. May you experience peace from this time and evermore until we meet again. God bless you. Chaps is out. It's time to move on to the next evolution. Bye-bye.